0: Hi everybody, my name is Mike Manning.
1: And I'm Trinity French.
0: And we are your business coaches wired to change. We help you get your business off the ground and running smoothly so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. All right, Trinity, knowing you, you've planned for the holidays, you've gotten all your shopping done or most of it. You're ready to go. Everything's planned, all the meals down to Christmas night. Ha. I know you <laughs>
1: wrong.
0: <laughs> In small business, most people, and if you're a small business owner, you've either done it or seen this, most people will take the week of Thanksgiving in the week between Christmas and New Year's off, and in between, they may take even more days off. Our recommendation to you is out-hustle them.
1: We call it the ho-ho hustle.
0: (laughs) Imagine if a business has 10 salespeople every week coming in their front door selling, fill in the name of the product. And it's the holidays and nine other people took two weeks off and you didn't. And you were the only one coming in there twice a week for two weeks. Think that'd be an advantage?
1: Absolutely.
0: That's why when your competition taking some time off, when they go on the long weekend, taking Fridays off in the summertime, even more reason to work harder So we're trying to give some ideas of holiday recognition of your clients, holiday things to do. As Trinity said, the ho-ho hustle.
1: The ho-ho hustle. I like that. When we are looking at the holiday time, it's just like planning for a vacation. Because mentally you're gonna check out a little bit over the holidays yes, because are. there are a lot of other things that are going on. You have family coming into town or you're going out of town. You might actually be going on a well vac out of town, not really a vacation when you're going to <laughs> <Yeah>. visit family, <laughs> even though sometimes it can be. But really treating your business like you are planning a vacation, meaning the same things that you would do if you were going to the Bahamas for seven days. The days that you're not going to be able to devote the same amount of time and mental energy prepping in those days in advance and making sure that you really maximize the holiday time. And there's a lot of cool things that you can do that don't necessarily take any more time or effort or resources or energy to give yourself a bit of an advantage when other people, let's be, you know, they get a little lazy.
0: Absolutely. If you have kids, they're out of school, one of you likely would be staying home. You tell your spouse, since you have since you have an office job, dear, I'll stay home with the kids today. And really, how much are you going to get done with kids? Right. I know with Oliver visiting for Thanksgiving, just chasing a one-year-old around the house. There's six, five other adults in the house. Man, I forget what it's like to chase somebody with more energy than you. And we just have to tag each other in and house. Like, all right, I'm 15 minutes. I gotta take a break here. So.
1: <laughs> Especially when the parents are like, yes, finally someone else to do this for me.
0: Grandparents.
1: So when treating your holidays like their vacation, The thing that I do when I'm prepping for this is to ask myself, okay, I'm the business owner. What would I do if I were not? If I were someone else's employee or if I were telling my employee what to do over the holidays, how would I want them to behave? And then I act in that fashion versus the easier path, which is to sit around in my stretchy pants watching Netflix, (laughs) binge eating all the holiday leftovers and not working out, going to the gym and just basically taking a yes. nice little siesta over those holidays. Yes. But taking time for yourself is really important. So there, there is a good balance between making sure that you're ho-ho hustling and also giving yourself some time to spend time with your family but make it quality time. So for instance, this is one of my busier weeks as we're leading into Thanksgiving and Christmas is actually a really busy time for me in the real estate realm because all I have five clients that came in from out of town visiting family that all wanted to be out looking at houses. So I strategically planned my week around those clients coming in and also planned in advance. So my family knew when I was going to be available and when I wasn't. And then I set hard boundaries with my clients as to when I was going to be available and when I wasn't going to be available. So setting those expectations up in advance made it so no one's sitting here wondering why they're not hearing from me for a day and a half while I'm in the kitchen slaving away (laughs) cooking dinner for a day and a half.
0: It is about keeping your pipeline filled. Yes. And I know the clients we're meeting with now, one of the big topics is Even though it's not 2020 yet, the best time to get going is now. So when the calendar turns over to 2020, you already got momentum going.
1: Absolutely. And what would your top recommendation be for filling your pipeline and getting that runway a little bit longer?
0: Definitely starting in November, thinking about January. So you've got some things starting to play out. You could start doing some mailers. Some visits, a couple of things we're going to talk about, holiday visits with a gift drop-off. Hey, haven't talked to you in a while. Just checking in, have, have a Merry Christmas, have a Happy New Year, and just starting to get in front of some people. So then when you do come to talk to them on a true sales call to tell them why you can solve their problem, they're like, oh, yeah, Trinity, good to see you. How was your holiday? Thanks for the you whatever you dropped off. Our, you know, our staff loved it. So, right. yes, getting a head start.
1: Good. So that's what I did last night was getting a head start for the holidays and you came by for my holiday pie through. And I'm going to throw out one of my dorky terms in here, (laughs) which is when I'm planning my holiday, I call them either pop buys or client gift ideas. I want to do something that's a little outside the box. It's called a pattern interrupt because yes, I love pattern interrupts. I work in a real estate office. We are going to have umpteen boxes of cookies and cupcakes and things delivered. And that's what everyone does. They, they drop off more sweets than you could ever <laughs> imagine. And they all kind of look the same. And I couldn't tell you who they're from, or there's nothing really that differentiates those gifts. Or makes it entirely memorable. So what we did is we give our clients pumpkin pies. But instead of just dropping off pumpkin pie and being like, hey, you know, here's your pumpkin pie. Happy holidays. We make them come to our office. So that way I'm in one location and I don't need to drive around to a lot of different places all over the triangle. We make it really fun. We had loud music going and we did it as a drive through. And our clients, when they pull up to the first part of the drive through they got a picture of my face on a stick. <laughs> and that's how I knew which car to pop out to with a pumpkin pie. So I can't even tell you, my clients don't even care about the pie. They come so they can take a selfie of themselves with my face on a stick. <laughs>
0: But it's memorable. (laughs) But
1: it's memorable. It's funny. The kids are sitting in the back seat, waving the stick, waving my face. They're holding (laughs) it up to their face. They think it's hilarious. And it really kicks off their holiday season, and they get a pumpkin pie. I don't have to leave my office. They're happy. We're all laughing. I get a quick picture with them, say hello, and it doesn't take more than five or seven minutes with each client, and I'm able to see – a whole, we had over 600 people come through last night.
0: I like it because it's easy on the client. They're in their car, it's the window was three to six, they could come by whenever they got it. Probably weren't in line anymore more than 20 minutes, depending on how many cars there were. Yep. They got a pie, they got to say hi to you. It's really easy for them. Uh, and I did, I went and got mine, I didn't mind going to get it rather than you coming by. If I was a client of yours coming by the office, I had no problem with that. The other thing I liked about it, it's a great visual for Hunter Rowe. These people are like, man, I got to keep my business here. Yeah, well, because because
1: it was organized. People kept asking me, "Wow, how did you manage this? How do you keep this organized?" And. It's a fine oiled machine. We had little walkie talkies mm-hmm. going on. We had one person at the sign in table, another person in yelling out which agent's name it was telling us the client's name. So when they pulled up, you know which clients in which car and it makes it great because so you can go out, you can greet them by name. They know that you remember who they are, even though you had a little help, because let's face it, some mm-hmm. of my clients I may only see once a year and I know how often my hair color changes. <laughs> and
0: I challenge anyone listening to remember somebody you saw this past February and the March before that. Right. Some of you are going to be good at that. No problem with that, but you're the outliers. So you are the outliers. We can all, oh, I know that person. You lean over to friend. Oh, that's right, Trinity.
1: Hey, Dr- Trinity. <laughs> and when you're under pressure, that's the first thing to go is oh, somebody's yeah. <laughs> name. And that is really what a pattern interrupt is. It's doing something that every everybody gives away pies at Thanksgiving. We just figured out a way to do it a little bit differently. So it was a bit more memorable and our clients loved it. It makes them laugh. People were out there with turkey costumes on and pie hats and turkey hats. And, and it just makes it an experience, even though it didn't cost us any more money, we didn't have to pump our clients full of booze to
0: make them have a good time. It was great. The other thing I liked about it, if you think this through, if you went to every client's office and they've got four people at the check-in counter, you get no time with them. You're like, hey, here's your pie. Thanks for the business this year. And they go, Trinity, would love to talk to you, but I can't. I'll catch up with you in the new year. And that's thirty seventy whether that's gonna happen. So you got dedicated time with them, whether it's three minutes or seven minutes. It was quality time. It and was. especially with kids in the back seat with that with your face. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Yep. Yep. Make sure that when you're planning these things, think outside the box. It doesn't have to be anything that is crazy elaborate. But if you're thinking outside of the box, if you're doing something that's a little bit different, it's really going to leave a lasting impression in your clients' minds. Well, one of the other things that I did this year was I did some volunteer work at Habitat Mm -hmm. for Humanity. And I invited a bunch of my clients to come volunteer with me. And that was a way for me to reach out to them, to give back to the community, to do something that uh, was real estate related. Because I love Habitat. I love building houses and helping people to secure affordable housing. But at the same time, my clients loved it. We were able to go out together, feel like we were giving back, doing something really fun. And just something a little bit different than your typical networking
0: event. And, and it's okay to do that. It's okay to promote that.
1: Oh, absolutely. As long
0: as you're doing it for the right reasons, which is to help, it's okay to promote, hey, we had a group and you did, and I have no problem with companies doing that, especially when they do it, hey, this is our 18th year. We've done this for United Way, Easter Seals, whatever it is, Habitat for Humanity, no problem with that. And probably we'll get you more volunteers, which is the whole goal anyways. bring as many people as you can.
1: Bring as many people as possible, spread the word about whatever it is that everybody has their specific organization or good cause that they love to be a fan of. For me, I love Habitat. I love capital city clauses that helps give gifts and opportunities to children. So pick your thing and then make make a to-do
0: out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Next up, One of these, uh, and I Google all kinds of things just to see, we come up with some ideas, we see some ideas from others, we'll put our spin on it. There's one that was called the holiday hello forgiveness factor. That's when you reach out to somebody you haven't talked to in a while. Hey, I'm sorry, I know it's been most of the year, I said in the summer i touched base with you, but you know what, I hope your holidays are great, I hope the family's good, I promise I will reach out to you in the first quarter of 2020. But I like that. It's a forgiveness factor. You're actually asking them for forgiveness. But you know what? If somebody did that to me, I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate the effort.
1: Yeah. And we all get busy. Yeah. How many times when I I had a new agent that came over to me when I was in the office today, and he felt really awkward about something that he was mailing out to a client. I asked him to put himself in that client's position. I said if you got this in the mail from someone that you didn't really know that well and this this exact item came in the mail, how would you feel? And he was like, "Oh, like wouldn't be he's like I think it was kind of cool and this postcard looks kind of cool." And I said, "That's exactly what your client's going to think. You are overanalyzing it and <laughs> right now all you're doing is wasting your time and thinking about how they're going to perceive this because either two things are going to happen. One, they're it's going to make them want to refer you because mm-hmm. you're top of mind, or they're going to be like, uh, he's a little too salesy, but they're still going to be thinking of you. And either way, your job is a salesperson.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, and
1: No one is going to open that piece of mail and hate you because you sent them something fun in the mail.
0: It is okay to be different. It is. But you're right. When you overthink it, you're like, is this too far out of the box? And I go back to the spoken word. If you can't say it in front of your mother or your boss, would you say it to anybody else? Now, if you flip that over to a gift, if you gave this to your mother or your boss, do you think they'd like it? Like, oh, yeah, they'd get the... And then, okay, like you told your guy, there's the answer.
1: Yeah, and that's a good litmus test because there are some things that I've received from salespeople or businesses where I've said, this is bizarre. Um, One of the things that we use in real estate is this video service called BombBomb and a lot of people now are sending videos to their clients instead of an email, and some of them get really weird. So I don't know if it's just my generation or, cause I feel like a video is something that's very personal, and if it's not personal, if I don't know that person well enough, then it comes across very strange and a little narcissistic. There are some things that are like, yeah, it's cutting edge, but it might just be a little too far out there.
0: Technology, we've said this before, technology in the wrong hands is not good. If you did a generic video to all your clients, it would be clean, it would be family friendly, but it would be like, oh yeah, all 81 of everybody, I sent it to all 81 of my clients. Yeah, is that really personal? The problem is then you try to get personal with people and we th- a lot of times we think we're funnier than we are. Yeah. And that's when you get into problems.
1: <laughs> I always think I'm funnier than I am.
0: And, and half your clients, you could probably get away with it. Right. But you got again, <laughs> goes back to stand-up comedy. You gotta know your audience.
1: Yes, you do. So I love that. I love the reaching out to people who you <laughs> haven't talked to in a while and just reconnecting with them. Another great thing to do is tap into your natural market and your social engagements. One of my goals this year was to actually attend all the holiday parties that I was invited to because it's a great way to get back in front of and reconnect with some of my top referral partners. There are definitely times when it's chilly out and Mm -hmm. I'm sitting on my couch and I've already put on my cozy pants and I do not feel like getting my butt off the couch and going out to these events.
0: Yes, and one of the good, better examples for you would be Bobby Tidrick, Raleigh mm-hmm. Mortgage. If they, I don't know if they have a Christmas party, if they do, you would want to go there for two reasons, because you and Bobby pass a bunch of business together, and probably some of the people you want to get to know are being invited to that party from some of his co-workers, and it's a great chance to meet some new people, because there'll be like-minded people there for you.
1: Yeah, but... When you're sitting at home and you're all cozy, sometimes you just don't want to go. But there has yet to be a time that I haven't sucked it up, (laughs) made myself go, and then been incredibly grateful that I did. We had a networking event. um, We called it the November to Remember. We did something a little bit different. We did a pop-up shop, small business expo last month, and one of the attendees that came I hadn't seen her in a while. I used to see her at a lot of networking events, but it had been a while. And she had reached out to me beforehand and said, oh, I'm feeling a little awkward about coming because I haven't been in a while. I just said, come. Like, what's the worst thing that can happen? So she comes out. She wound up winning two door prizes. (laughs) She made a bunch of new connections. She made some potential client connections and messaged me the next day and was like, why did I ever doubt coming to this event? (laughs) She's like, it's the best thing I did all week. She posted on social media. She tagged me in it. And that just made me realize that all those times when I'm personally sitting there not wanting to do something, because, you know, there's been times you and I have been scheduled to go to an event, and I'm like, Mike, the last thing I want to do right now is go to this networking event. Suck it up, buttercup.
0: Get out there. Yes, the minute you hear yourself say, I should go, but you just need to go get in the shower and get ready to go because if, you're telling, if you know you should go, there's a reason whether it's just the right thing to do or you're there for a, a referral partner, just say, hey, I appreciate it. For whatever reason, if you tell yourself, I know I should go, then you should just go and and deal with it. And you're right. Generally, they turn out to be way better than you thought. A
1: lot of those holiday parties can be networking events, but just so much on a more informal basis. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way to reconnect with people. My two cents in terms of how you turn that into a meeting. So when you're at a holiday event and you want to talk business with someone, quick dialogue. Say, you know, I know right now is not the time or the place to talk business, but I would love to get together with you after the holidays. Do you have your phone on you? Let's get something on the calendar now before we get too crazy. Mm -hmm. So I'll just whip out my phone, schedule an appointment with them, and then that's it. And it's on the calendar and we're going to be able to, and I know, okay, I'm going to see them in three weeks and we're going to talk business.
0: Yes. One of the easiest things to talk about at a Christmas party is Christmas. That's when you can ask people, What's, what are your Christmas plans? What do your family like to usually do during Christmas? Where's the coolest place you've ever been? The best toy you, you got or that you bought your kids? Just get all, like you said, get out of the business world. And get that's how you get to know people. We go back to, we talked about this all the time, like, know, and trust. If you start talking about personal stuff with people that they love telling you the story about, you're good. You're yeah. memorable, you're good, and more likely they're going to look forward to that meeting that you guys booked in three weeks.
1: Exactly. And if you want to be a superstar in between that meeting, send them a handwritten note. Mm -hmm. Not an email, get their address, and send them a note because people love getting mail, especially something that's handwritten. It is my secret weapon. I send handwritten follow-up thank you notes as much as I possibly can. My clients love it. Half the time, they'll text me a picture of it and be like, look at what's on my fridge. It's your note and your magnet. And they absolutely feel special. It makes me feel good to write it. And that's going to make them remember me during that time in between. And also, I found that my appointments are a lot stronger. I keep a whole lot more of them because people aren't going to cancel on someone that took the effort to go through that extra mile.
0: We talked about on a previous episode. I have to look through my book for the number on networking. And you had mentioned it earlier, when you finished talking with someone and moved on to talk to someone else, you jot a note on the back of their business card, Aspen, because you guys talked about skiing. Skiing. Then yep. when you do that during a, a Christmas party, you send them that handwritten note, said, "Can't wait to hear more about your trip to Aspen." Boom. Boom. They're hooked.
1: They're hooked. They know that I'm paying attention to them, that I actually care about what it is that they're doing. And I truly do. Kind of want to know, yeah. But I am not above using things to remember. (laughs) So writing down notes, using – I have my notebook in front of me right now because (laughs) as my – age gets a little older, my memory gets a little worse. And I have to, I know, so old, I have to write everything down. Other key that a lot of people don't think of is targeting professions over the holidays who are in their downtime. For me within real estate, I love to get together with my teacher friends who are going to be out during the days because they normally can't meet during the day. CPAs that just got through all their tax season, they have a little downtime before they roll into the first of the year when everyone's asking them questions. So whatever your industry that you're in, think of the professions and the people that you wanted to be partnering with that you can meet up with over the holidays.
0: If they're a service company that does outdoor work, perfect.
1: Great time to get with them.
0: Landscapers will be a little slow. Painters will be slow, even though they could still be doing indoor painting. But that's a great idea. They're they're looking for help as well because they're trying to fill the pipeline during the slow time and any chance they get to meet somebody that could possibly send them some business during the downtime, that's found money for them. What else you got on the list there? I like the, uh, there's another one and in, in with, with social media it works. Some of the better posts are questions, not, oh, in your business, what are the three to 21 things that you, no, 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 no. What's the best Christmas present you ever got? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Keep it simple. I saw one the other day, Rudolph or Frosty. Which one do you pick? <laughs> you know what? People have fun with that. It's simple. It's easy. It keeps your name out there, and you're selling without selling. Those are one of the few ones I'll click on. You talk about Christmas foods, know this versus that. Right. Your Thanksgiving favorite food, recipes. whatever it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So, again, that gets you in front of them. It's easy to do, and people have fun with.
1: I really want to convince Scott to do some ridiculously silly Christmas photos.
0: Oh, he's perfect for that, yeah.
1: Because he's ridiculously silly. You two would have
0: fun with that. I can see that.
1: It's unfortunate that our old man dog isn't more photogenic. (laughs) (laughs) Because our little dog is so cute. He takes such great pictures, but my
0: other dog. Can you get a stand-in dog for, you know, an understudy dog? Oh, that's As so mean. Yeah.
1: Would you get a st- would you get an understudy, Oliver? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but
0: he's like your little dog. He's got some energy. He's got, you know, yeah. he would do that, but would I put my, you know, 92-year-old grandmother in the picture? Mm. You know, so. Yeah.
1: So And yes, I would.
0: So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the other piece that I am working on over the holidays is For me, the first thing that gets pushed to the side when I get really busy is my professional development. So I have a goal over the holidays to read two more professional development books. Instead of watching Netflix or doing whatever I could be doing that was lazy, I have my books already picked out. I'm super excited to read them. One is a new book that somebody recommended to me and the other is a reread.
0: How would you apply that to get conversation going with some of your clients?
1: Well, the book that I'm reading, which I can't remember the name of the book, which I will, old I remember earlier. Yeah, yeah, thanks. was actually a recommendation from one of my clients so that there gives us something that gives us something to talk about and the second book is one that I use in coaching so as I'm reading it it just re-energizes me it really makes me sharper it's just part of sharpening the saw it's called the 4 Cs and it's all about making sure that you don't procrastinate and I think we all need a little kick yeah. of that.
0: And When when you're reading a book or doing any kind of training and, and you come across something that applies to somebody you, or describes somebody you know because they're doing it the right way and they happen to be a referral partner or a client, that's when you do the shout-out to, hey, reading this book, talking about this. The person I know that does this as well as anybody is X, Y, and Z of ABC Company Mm -hmm. gets their name out there. Then they would comment. A couple other friends would probably jump on and go, oh, you're exactly right. She's awesome at this. So again, find a way to, but again, that's you acknowledging your client or your referral partner for how good they are, which again means you're paying attention.
1: And I love gifting books. You do. So when I'm reading a book, One of the things that I'm going, when I go through books, I take note of who would be a really good person for me to gift this book to. And I'll either go on to Amazon and have it shipped directly to them with a little note, or I'll buy a bunch of them and give them out as gifts. But I think there's nothing more exciting than... Giving someone a book that I have a couple of things. I gave you one the other day that had some tabs marked in it. And people,
0: when she says tabs, she's underselling the number of places (laughs) they (laughs) were. Yes. But I appreciate that because it will give me reason to focus extra strong on those. Yes.
1: And I'm excited to hear what parts you really enjoy Mm -hmm. about
0: those books. And once Oliver goes home, I'll start doing it. But my schedule, my routine is they're here for the week and I could not be happier. My routine is off. I get up in the morning. He's up, so okay. Can't get really on the computer, and he he stays up till eight or so. It's like okay, well, family and it, so everybody's here, and we're doing it during the day. And I got to put the computer up because he'll pull it out of the out of the, the socket because he's one. He's one, yeah. And yeah. he's like, and it's all new to him. One of the better things I saw. This was about five or six years ago, and I wish I could remember what company it was. They dropped off bowls of candy at some of their clients. Now you would think, ho-hum, heard that before. But what they did was on the on two sides of the bowl, they had their company's name and that person's name and a phone number on there. So basically kind of every which way you turned it, I know it's only two sides of the bowl, you're always gonna see that name. So that bowl's gonna sit on that reception desk all year long. The kicker is they'd go back once a month, fill it up with candy. Mm. So not only are you seeing that client once a month, but that bowl just, it's got your card there, your name there. And people see that, oh, Trinity, Gregor, Hunter Rowe. It's the third time I've been in here. They always have candy. Oh, you know what? I need to remember that. I need to write that down. So I know somebody's buying a house, but it was just subtle and it works because who doesn't like candy and food when somebody drops it off? Yeah, I just thought it was smooth. But again, the key thing they did was made sure their name was visible for everybody that saw the bowl and they didn't just put it on one side of the bowl. So I thought that was a smooth move.
1: I love when companies spend time over the holidays to re-engage and give back to their employees. Some of our coaching clients don't have huge staff yet. A lot of them are working on scaling or hiring. Some are solopreneurs, But when you have, you know, two, three, 10, 15, 20, 50 people that work for you, people love to be recognized and to feel appreciated and especially over the holidays because they might be putting in extra hours, they're stressed out with their families. So I've seen some really cool things that companies have done, again, a pattern interrupt where they're doing something a little bit outside the box. A company I used to work for actually gave us all Visa gift cards for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Instead of just giving us the gift card and saying, hey, Merry Christmas, here you go, they actually rented a coach bus, gave us Visa gift cards and took us to the mall and bought us lunch and let us go shopping for an afternoon instead of working. You would have thought that they gave everybody, like, the best present on earth because it was just something a little different. It gave people time that they didn't have to normally shop. It was a little extra money in their pocket, and it really made them feel good about the company that they worked for. So it doesn't, again, something that you would have been doing anyways, but putting a different spin on it.
0: And on the, when we had the commercial cleaning company, we did a couple things. We, I think one year when we first started going, we had three employees. And we gave them a paid night off. They got one night of a week scheduled with me because I was the filler guy. Yeah, And they could take their one night off, and it was paid. Just again, tell, we would explain to them, we're a startup. We don't have a lot of money. We want to say thank you. This is one of the ways to do that. And then as we got a little bit bigger, we'd $50 cash to people, hourly workers that are, you know, working nine to 20 hours a week. We got some, again, they appreciated the effort because we're at that point in time, we weren't that big either. We never got big, big, but just little things like that. Again, you want, you want to show that you care instead of, like you said, they went around, everybody all 82 people, all 82 employees desk and put it on the desk and said, from, you know, my door's always open, fill in the blank, CEO, it's love those things like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we've already talked about that. But, and think about yourself as a recipient of something. How many times do you look at it and go, they put a lot of time into this. I really appreciate this. It's the effort, people. It's the, it's effort. the effort. It's
1: the thought and it's yep. the effort. Even when you get just a personalized note card with it, with everybody has actually signed their name and something that's not mm. just typed up. The fact that they went around the office and got four people to sign it means a lot. Yes, and it's just the little extra that makes people feel appreciated, that makes them want to work a little bit harder and go the extra mile. And happy employees are one of the number one causes for happy clients.
0: If you, want to know, if you want your clients treated the very best, make sure your employees are very happy because they're going to be with your clients more than you are. Take care of your employees. They'll take care of your clients and you'll be good. I'm sure you have more planning to do. Because you can't plan enough. You may think you're done, but then you go, oh, wait, let's add this.
1: I am a terrible holiday planner. <laughs> I've planned for business, but personally... Little behind on my holiday plans. Uh, well, I, you pulled I, off a I wedding, so did, uh, my money's on you. Uh, I do have my Thanksgiving dinner menu planned out, and we have Christmas, we're going away this year to family, so that's super easy. One of the things that I would really encourage everyone out in listener land to do is review your plan. So, most of our clients made their plans in October or November. Mm-hmm. And now is a really good time to go back over the holidays and review your annual plan and meet with your top two or three partners and go over your business plan with them. Review your plan with them. Make sure that it makes sense. Plus, you're going to get buy-in from your top referral partners. They're going to see your goals that you've set. They're going to be more attuned to what you're looking for. And I can't even tell you how many times I've had my agents do this. And they wind up with more clients because now they've just trained their top refers and what exactly it is that they're looking for.
0: And the top referrers are, they're going to want to hang out with your team because they're going somewhere and the client wants to move their business. They want to get somewhere as well. So you get a room of like-minded people and they're feeding off each other. Mini it's a mastermind. Thing. Yep. Absolutely. Beautiful thing
1: to do over the holidays.
0: Absolutely. You can catch us on social media everywhere. You can go to wired2change.com.
1: With the number two.
0: Check out all the events we have going on. Leave us a comment. If there are some special things you did over the holidays, we'd love to hear. We want to talk about those uh, after the new year, give you proper credit. If you have any topics you want us to talk about, please let us know. We'd love to do that because we do two of these a week. So we're always looking for good topics.
1: And we would love to see pictures of your family and your pets over the holidays, (laughs) especially if you have really cute Christmas pajamas.
0: Oh, yes. That'd be great. Family pajamas. We could probably uh, have an award for that. So we will work on that. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.